welcome to Transformational Voices. This podcast series brings you wisdom, learning, and insights from the Association of Transformational Leaders, a heart-based community of those who spend their lives transforming lives, contributing to an enlightened world. I'm your host, Carol Talbot. Let me introduce you to Marie Delanotte, a transformational leader, ethereal crystals master, and a speaker. And it's Marie's main aim to make people see that they really are in control of creating and transforming their own life. She has over 10 years of experience in empowering, inspiring, and teaching people to do just that by using their imagination and intention. Hello, Marie, and welcome to Transformational Voices. Now, I know that you always say that you teach from a place of experience. So let's talk about those experiences that actually led you to be teaching and working in the most magical way that you are. Yes, absolutely. I would like to start with asking a question to everyone who's listening to this. And that's, do you believe we live in a lucky or unlucky universe? So some people are lucky, some people are unlucky. Or do you think we live in a universe? So if it's okay, I'd like to share a story which will show exactly what I do and why I do this work. Just over 10 years ago, I moved from Belgium to the UK with my husband, three children under the age of six and pregnant with a fourth one. Now, when we got there, I had no family. I had no friends. I had my roots pulled out where I came from and they drove on the other side of the road, which was a big one when you've (laughs) never done it before. Uh, So it was a big adaptation and I felt very, very lonely. And my husband at that time in our lives had to travel a lot for work, long trips, often, often traveling. And I felt very alone, very hopeless, and very angry because I felt left. Every time again, I felt like he was leaving me. Now I was pregnant with our fourth child. And one morning at about 23 weeks pregnancy, I lost my waters. It wasn't much because I was still very early in the pregnancy, but it went. My husband took me to the emergency uh, room uh, in the department at the hospital and they transferred me immediately two hours away from home just in case if the baby would come. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to help her. The next morning when I was in hospital, I went to the toilet and don't ask me why there's a mirror right in front of the toilet, but there was. And I looked up and I had a tiny little head between my legs. So I was giving birth and I didn't even know. So I pulled the emergency cord and within seconds, it was heaving with people everywhere. The nurses, the midwives, the doctors, the the pediatricians, everyone was there and nosy people who were trying to find out what was going on. So my baby at on the 24 weeks pregnancy was born. She just came out, not a noise. Her skin was still sticky red. Her her eyes were 
couldn't even open them yet. They were fused shut. Her brain hadn't unfolded yet. Her lungs, she could not breathe on her own and were damaged. And she was covered in bruises. So we didn't know if she had internal bleedings or not. As she was whizzed away, I was literally at the bottom of the barrel. The worst that can happen is with your child. And it was so busy around me, but everything went quiet. And as they put me into that hospital bed, whilst they had whizzed my baby away, I completely surrendered. I completely let go of that, whatever walls I had around me, because I was at the bottom. Where else could I go? Excellent. And it was at that moment, at that moment of surrender, that I was surrounded with the most beautiful peace and light and love that I couldn't even experience with my human feelings. It was so surreal, so out of this world, because that's what it was. And even though nothing was okay in that moment in time, nothing was good, I knew in that moment, in that split second, that everything was fine. You see, if I whisper back, when I was, since I was 17 years old, I really started my own healing journey. When I had that independence of going around and go to the holistic shops and look at the crystals and start, you know, finding out more because I knew there was so much more and I loved it. I learned how to do Reiki up to being a Reiki grandmaster, psychic surgery. So I went deeper and deeper and I had my own um, spiritual mother who guided me. I'll call her that. But I never believed in myself. Through several years, many years after, I always thought, who am I to do such work? Why would I do this? And then the universe brought me my one pound baby. <laughs> See, if you just bear with me, remembering what I said about my husband and how I felt. When I was five years old, my father left us. He left my mother. Well, I, I should say he left me. That's how it felt. And in those days, we didn't talk about emotions and how to deal with it. We were just like, this is happening and just get on with it. It didn't matter. So between the whole emotional chaos and soup of my mother, my father, my stepmother, it was just a one big trauma. So every time my husband left to go on his work travels, it was this trauma that I was reliving. I was being left. It was like a I trigger. Was alone. He would leave me. Yes, because it hadn't been healed yet. It was, it was still open. It was still there. So it was an opportunity for me. But at that moment in time, I didn't see it, that something needed healing because that's why things keep coming back. So my baby was, my fourth child was born at 24 weeks, caused by the physical illness, streptococcus A. Now, I've now learned, and this is what I'm teaching people as well, these physical things we get, these are messages to what was going on in our mindset and our emotions. So streptococcus A is an infection. When your emotional system is completely overloaded, infections come up. And it was in my throat. So I couldn't communicate what I was feeling. And the feelings, the epicenter of emotions is my womb. But I was pregnant at that moment in time. 
So my baby came extremely premature. So at that moment in time, when all these realizations came in and she had decided to stay in that tiny little body, I charged and was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I started healing and doing everything I had learned from healing with colors, Reiki, connecting with the angels, psychic surgery, you know, whatever I learned, I just went for it. And she is now a completely healthy 10-year-old. Oh, wow. That's such a beautiful story. And, you know, not just that you have a beautiful daughter as a result of that, but the transformation that it triggered in you to say, okay, this hasn't just happened randomly. I need to take responsibility and I need to look at myself and my thought patterns. Going back to that first question you asked about, you know, do you see the world as as lucky as, you know, giving world or do you see it as a sort of take, take, take unlucky place, a harsh reality? How beautiful. So did that set you on a new trajectory? When was it that you felt that you got your confidence to start sharing this work of um, psychic abilities, psychic surgery? connecting with crystals and angels and actually I remember just speaking to you before we started this interview holding up a a beautiful ethereal um, weaver crystal and you saying yes it's beautiful Carol but that's not how I work with crystals because you work with them in a different way right (laughs) yes yeah this was for that moment was a real huge transformational moment And of course, and seeing the results, because as humans, we always like seeing results, don't we? And that really gave a boost and like, Marie, this is what you have to do because this was brought to me. So it was still a journey I was on, but I moved forward really quickly from there. And there was a moment as I was doing one-on-one sessions with a client uh, when I was doing, it was a physical one-on-one session. And this lady had lost her husband um just not long before she came to me and I was doing the healing session so I I tune into her energy see what needs changing and to and I use crystals to help change the energy so I was giving her physical crystals to hold whilst we were going through the session and suddenly it came to me I was told by the universe I was guided to Imagine just place purely the energy of the crystal in her heart, because then we could get to the core of the issue, because uh, the energy of crystals, the ethereal crystals, its energy comes from a different dimension. And it's so pure because it's never been in contact with anything on Earth. And it's 400 times stronger than a physical crystal. So when you have that huge vibration, which through intention, because we live in an intentional world, plays deep within her heart and it vibrates that incredible energy, it will affect the energy in her heart and it will help to heal. So from that moment on, it was like this huge uh, insight, like, oh my goodness, this is massive because we are shifting back away from the physical, back into everything energy And from that moment on, I've just been working purely with the energy of crystals, whether it's me giving one-on-one sessions for people or teaching people on how to do that work. 
Oh, how amazing. Now, you've also mentioned psychic surgery. And of course, that brings up visions of, you know, you think of the no medicine hospitals in China that used to exist. I'm not sure if they do now. A lot of those videos were taken down. But it, um, you know, when when you see any videos where they're literally taking things out of the body or it appears they're taking things out of the body. And a lot of people who do psychic surgery say that they have a team of doctors who guide them where to go. Is this what happens with you with psychic surgery? Well, when I perform psychic surgery are what it really means and I'll, I'll if it's okay I'll tell a little story on how to explain this really straightforwardly how it works is when I was about 10 years old I of course already was going through quite a bit of trauma from earlier in my life and I always had nightmares I constantly had nightmares really scary stuff and every night again, I came back. And one night I remember calling my mother because I was having that dream again. And I remember her saying to me, just imagine opening your head and have the dream come out. Just remove the dream from your head. So that's what I did. And then I closed my head again and I went to sleep and the dream was gone. Now, when I spoke to her about that the next day, she couldn't remember doing that. So it's still like, what happened there? You know, it was clearly something that came to me. I thought it was my mother, but she cannot recall this. And she doesn't know about the technique. So from that moment on, at a very young age, I was already introduced to that because I remember also when it would then come back. And sometimes I would imagine seeing it as a color or it wouldn't come out and it becomes slime. So I had to go and use imaginary tools to take it out. So it became automatically, it kind of evolved. And this is, then it stopped for several years until I realized what I was doing and how powerful it is. Psychic surgery is basically, everything is energy. And when something isn't right, physically, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, whatever it is, we go and imagine that as a form in the color whatever it is, and then we use imaginary tools to remove that energy. Because we do it with our minds because that's a vibration. And it's the vibration that affects the energy. And when the energy is affected, the physical form is affected because physical form is 99.999 and so on percent of atoms, which is energy. So that's basically what uh, psychic surgery is. So we can, I think this is the major a big message I want to send out in the world through my work and everything I do is that you are the master manipulator of your world. It's just the energy you need to change and your whole physical world. Changes. I think it's so easy to forget that everything is made up of energy. Ed energy is the building blocks of all matter. And of course, energy is consciousness. Our thoughts are consciousness. Our imagination is consciousness. So that we can, I mean, the power of the mind is just phenomenal. And I love that when, you know, if you have a bad dream, it's like, well, you know, rather than being scared of it, you know, how would you slay that dragon? How would you beat that monster? You know, and use your imagination. It's such an amazing 
amazing tool. And, and those seeds were planted with you at such an early age by your mother, and she doesn't even remember it. How wonderful. Now, going back to the fact that you said you teach from experience, you also mentioned to me that, um, you know, uh, there was depression. Also, um, you'd mentioned autistic children. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Yes. Well, when my, um, I have four children, two boys, two girls, and both my boys were diagnosed being on the autism spectrum around the age of nine, nine, ten years old. And it's through that that I realized when we were at the pediatrician, like tick, 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 I was ticking all those boxes. So that was a huge, how would I say, um, eye-opener and an insight with myself that I wasn't weird, that I wasn't, there was nothing wrong with me. It's because, of course, people on the spectrum look at things differently. I always say it's the evolution of the brain. That's why there are so many people on the spectrum. We just look at things differently. We do things differently. And that's not a bad thing because in order to have a good evolution of humanity, of Earth, we need this different way of thinking and acting. But, um, of course, one big thing which is linked to having children on the spectrum, which I never had, so I had to teach myself on the way, so my kids are so grateful for them. They teach us so much if we really look carefully. And one big one is emotions, emotional regulation because for it's it's important for every child one of the most valuable things we'll teach a child is emotional regulation and for children on the spectrum even more so because it's everything is so heightened and sensitive it can be a right pool of not being able to see the the trees through the woods or however the expression is you, you know what i mean so I, I dug deeper there and I also developed, again, because I'm so visual and all about the power of visualization, I developed uh, meditations, I should say visualization exercises for children to learn how to deal with those emotions. Because the body doesn't know whether you're imagining it or whether you see it for real. So if you go and imagine it, it will affect how we feel. And when it affects how you feel, where well, you feel better, again, we're back to the vibration, like attracts like, everything around you will change. So that's a big one, which I love bringing into the world is that emotional regulation. And that's thanks to my children. Oh, beautiful. Can you share sort of some of the transformations that you've seen in children and adults that you've worked with? You know, some of the, you know, working whether it's with psychic surgery or with um, the etheric crystals. What are some of the most amazing shifts and changes you've seen? I think it's definitely first one when people get insights through all this work. It's a big one because people are starting to understand their patterns. That's, that's what I notice with people I work with one-on-one -on -one or when I speak uh, with anyone I'm working with is the insights. Then, of course, the big one is, are people taking responsibility? Are, are they accountable for their own lives? That's the, the major big one that if I have 
these people who are really ready for it and they take responsibility, well, then they are really on the path of, of incredible healing. I had a lady who, who healed big family patterns uh, of alcoholism, of, of different things which had been going on for ages because I work with that as well. There's forever returning circles, family energy, which I had as well, until some person says, I'm not doing this anymore, but they don't know how. So through these insights that I then bring forward and people say, I'm taking responsibility, they then, how would I say, they do the things which I'm suggesting, which really power of visualization, power of the mind, emotional regulation. And then the combination of the three with, on top of that persistency, they keep doing it, it's amazing results. Uh, like I said, I have the lady who literally broke that alcoholism pattern um, and, and so many more. We can do so much. We can change our whole DNA line by getting the insights, be accountable, do what I'm sharing with you because I'm also sharing it because I've experienced it. It really works. And then be persistent. I totally agree with the responsibility for results, particularly because we live in such a culture of fix me, somebody else fix me, or just put a plaster on it, make it make it better, um, rather than saying, well, as as you did, right, um, you know, with the story that you shared at the beginning um, with your premature um, daughter and the pr premature birth, it was like, well, for what reason did this happen? What part have I played in creating this experience? And most people are not at that point where they're ready to take responsibility. And as you say, when they do take responsibility, or literally, as your client said, I'm not doing this pattern anymore, I'm done, then everything starts to change, the door opens, the universe responds, literally, doesn't it? Now, you work Absolutely. in so many different fields as a transformational leader, you know, with the ethereal crystal um, master, you're a motivational speaker, you're also an award-winning writer. And I know you said to me that it's early days, but you're also a film producer. How did that come about? And what projects are you working on? Well, that's kind of flowed naturally as I was writing books to share my story. First started again with my baby, that got me into writing because I wrote the story down to show people how you can do anything with your mind and emotional regulation. And then I wrote the book about the, the, the visualization exercises for children. And from there on out, I was like, I need to get to a lot wider audience. And these days, even though we love books, TV, screen, film is, is the way to go. That's the, the thing that everyone has in their house, that everyone does these days. So, And that's how I started writing uh, the, the visualization exercises into uh, a TV series for children. And, and then also because someone really close to me struggled hugely with severe depression. And then I saw how that is treated in century. And I thought, we need to change this. And that film is now being worked on and uh, moving forward really nicely. 
And so that's how I rolled into film, thinking, right, I need to get my message out there even wider. What's the best medium to do so? Uh, how beautiful when life just flows. But again, goes back to that question you asked, do you see the world as a lucky place? You know, and when you do, then, you know, experiences, you know, are attracted to you like a magnet and your life becomes richer for that as well. So you work in many, many different ways. And, and again, I go back to the fact that you teach from experience so that a lot of what you've shared today is definitely going to resonate with so many people. How do people get to work with you or get in touch with you, Marie? Well, you can definitely go to my website, mariedelanota.net. Uh, I'm all social media, but on my website, you'll find everything from meditations, courses, one-on-one -on -one sessions. Uh, it's all there. Social media on Facebook, Marie Delanota Official, or on uh, Instagram at mind underscore healer. You'll find me there. So, you know what? My main, I always say for people who resonate with this quote from Louise Hay, if you're willing to do the mental work, almost anything can be healed. And that's the thing I really go out from. Look at what, what I've done. You know, if people get the insights, they want the insights, they'll find it in the work that I do. If they're ready to be accountable, if they are then ready to the steps that I'm giving them to change their lives and they're being persistent, then my you'll find everything you need on my website and in the work that I bring into the world. Thank you, Marie. What a very rich uh, and powerful session filled with some really powerful experiences that have led and weaved you to create the beautiful life that you have today and the amount of people that you're able to help and support today. Thank you so much for being on Transformational Voices. Thank you. Thank you, Carol. Thank you for tuning into this episode. We're delighted to be sharing transformational voices with you and opening the door to new perspectives. For more inspiration, check out the link on our website at atl-europe.com where you'll also find the book Transformation Lessons. If you've enjoyed this episode, then help us reach and transform even more lives with a share, like or a view. And remember, together we rise.